This program is paid for by Jacob Media Partners. All opinions or statements expressed on this program are solely those of Jacob Media or its guests and do not reflect the views of WPHT or Odyssey. Today's program is pre-recorded. Welcome to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show with David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam from Thrive Financial Services, who have been featured on Fox, ABC, NBC, The Wall Street Journal, and more. Saving for retirement is a great start, but it's what you do with this money that really matters. What's your strategy to reduce taxes, generate income in retirement, reduce your risk, and get even more from Social Security? This is where you can count on straightforward and objective advice about how you can make your money go a lot further in retirement. Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Now, here are your hosts, David, Karen, and Brett, along with Joe Krause. And welcome in, everyone, to another edition of Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, along with David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam. We welcome you in a new list of workshops for the rest of the month. You'll hear those workshops and those locations when we go into each commercial break. So I want to put you on alert up front as we go into the breaks. You'll hear the different locations for the remaining part of the month. And David, I tell people that up front, not because I'm trying to sell a workshop. I want people that want to get educated to get registered right away because the workshops are filled to capacity, um, they continue to do what you and Brett and Karen set out to do, and that's educate the public. Yeah, and we appreciate that, Joe. Good morning to you. Good morning, uh, good morning to our listening audience. Uh, we've, got, uh, we've got a great show lined up, fired up, I will tell you that. Um, a lot of information to go over. But just a comment real quickly on the workshops. Um, you know, I, we've been talking about the topics that we talk about at these workshops for probably two and a half, three years now. Um, why I think there's such a fervor to attend these workshops is probably twofold. Number one, the word is spread, right? I mean, that's it's. I don't know if you remember the old Breck shampoo commercial, you know, tell a friend who tells a friend who tells a friend, and next thing the TV screen was full of people talking. Um, I know there's listeners that know what I'm talking about. I do. About, right? I'm just like, is it Brett? I am and not I one. Any... I am not one You're of not those one listeners. Now, yeah, <laughs> I do remember the commercial. Do me a favor. If you recognize the commercial I'm talking about, <laughs> text me on that. I want to make sure yeah, right, I'm exactly. good on that one. Yeah, there are times I come up with very obscure references. You know, I do the workshops and I see the people that know what I'm talking about. So it's a good crowd. But anyway. Um, so number one, I think the word is definitely spreading around. But number two is I really believe there's been a bit of a shift in mindset of the retirees and the pre-retirees because we've been going along for years now where everything has been really nice and calm, right? Low interest rate, good tax base, markets have done well, wealth create, you know, the housing market's done well. Everybody's been in a good mood per se, financially. And all of a sudden, it's like the rug is getting pulled out from underneath. And it's unfortunately happening to a lot of people at what couldn't be a more worse time. I'm getting ready to retire or I have just retired. So that's why I think the workshops have become such a critical event for people to attend to get educated about what can I do to protect myself uh, during this type of a period in financial conditions that are going on out there. So um, I'm going to share some stuff this morning just uh, in a minute or two 
that I, I got to be honest with you, like I'm not in a good mood. Like I'm, I'm really <laughs> kind of fired up on what's going on because it's like, you look at the obvious and nobody's doing anything about fixing what the obvious challenges are. And some of it is to actually even exacerbate it and make it worse for good middle American families out there. And yeah, I, I just, uh, it's, you know, I'm at that age now where like, it's, you know, I'm just intolerant to stupidity is really what it comes down to. So we'll get that to uh, get to that in a minute. Brett, why don't you fill us in on uh, what you're going to be covering today's show? There's actually a big week in Congress. We've been talking about the SECURE Act for, for I guess, a couple of years now as well. So this week, actually, we have the public hearing with the IRS uh, related to the SECURE Act. And then finally, SECURE Act 2.0, the hearing is uh, for comment uh, among Congress on, uh, we have the 14th and the 15th. So that's called the Rise and Shine Act, along with Secure Act 2.0. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that um, in the next segment. Um, again, just continue our theme of awareness and education um, with it all. So yeah, looking forward to the next segment. Karen, what are you going to be covering? I'm going to be talking about an article I read <clears throat> called, uh, it's about aging in place. Aging, aging in, in place. Interesting. Yes. I don't even know what that yes, means. Yes, I know. Stay tuned. Uh, stay tuned. There. Does it have a list attached to it? Um, four points, but no list. He loves he, he's making fun of my list. I so love, you're laughing. I love Karen's lists. We right? we are planning. I a love tri- We're planning a trip, and I know I'm making him crazy. I'm making him crazy, but I I am a planner. Karen actually <laughs> asked me last night, "Are you done talking?" Like I just stop responding. <laughs> yeah, she actually asked me if I you? I had no many yeah, any Fred, more. You're, wor- you're shocked. Yeah. yeah. Did I have any more words to use for the rest of the day? And I said I'm done. He has a limit. <laughs> thank good. God. Thank God our daughter came home from uh you know from school slash work this week. So I love it. Uh, great uh, great stuff. Listen, one thing I do want to say. I was thinking about um, when you were uh, in your opening. A short monologue, David. I used a line that has been said uh, by Brett, um, perhaps by Karen, certainly by you uh, in some of these programming and some of the programs that we've produced and created. It has to do with opportunity. There's opportunity when there's clouds, when the picture doesn't look right. so bright. You just need to know, right? I, uh, Listen, you know, every adversity brings a silver lining if you're looking for it. Right. That's the big You know, key. if you know what you're looking for. Yeah, and that's, that's a big key thing. So l- let me tell you what's got me fired up, Joe. Um, you know, Thursday night, I was watching the news, and they were already trying to prep the audience for the bad news that was coming Friday morning about talking about inflation, right? The new inflationary numbers we're going to be posted on Friday morning, and that's all they were talking about because they knew that it wasn't going to be good. And what's interesting is that the administration and even the Fed right now are missing the point, right? They talked about it was going to be transitory. They talked about it that it was going to it peaked. They were talking that like last month was the peak of the inflation, and then it came out Friday morning that we were at a 40-year high. Inflation, I'm looking here on the website right now, uh, inflation, the annual inflation rate rose to 8.6% in May. 
The rising cost of living has been squeezing households and putting pressure on policymakers to bring the issue under control. Now, I wish that was a true statement. There's an element to it that's true that, right, that the rising cost of living has been squeezing households and putting pressure on policymakers. But then it says they want to bring it under control. There has been nothing. There's been no effort. We even hear publicly from the administration that we're just going to have to gut it out. There's nothing that can be done. And I don't know, Joe, like, I don't want to get political and it's not my position and all that type of stuff. But, you know, Karen went and filled up her, you know, she drives an SUV around. I should say we drive. Yeah, we drive the SUV around and, you know, regular gas filled up the tank and it was one hundred and twenty two dollars. And I start to think, you know, we've been blessed and we're fortunate and all that kind of stuff. What's that? You know what I mean? Like, I know that there's people that have parked their cars because they just can't afford to pay for the fuel today. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. The other thing that's coming out of the administration currently is a proposal to increase taxation. All at the same time that we have market volatility, we've got the highest inflation we've seen in 40 years. Um, Now we're going to talk about increasing taxes at the same time. Man, that is a that is a formula for a calamity. Let me res- let me state an obvious as we go into the break. Don't rely on anyone else, specifically the government, to manage how you're going to process your retirement. Hundred percent, Joe. Back in a moment. Thrive Financial Services cordially invites you to attend one of our upcoming complimentary workshops on June 14th. You can go to the William Penn Inn or the General Warren Inn. Get registered by going to thrivefinancialservices.com. That's thrivefinancialservices.com. There's also an upcoming workshop on June 15th at the Betty and Milton Katz Center. Thrive Financial Services. And welcome back, everyone, to this edition of Roadmap to Retirement. Still to come on the other side of our next break, Karen Bazaar will be along, not with the list today, but four bullet points. We'll have that uh, when Karen joins us. David will not speak during that segment, <laughs> correct? And yes, Brett Elamau joining us. Uh, this is Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Brett, all yours, sir. Yes, yeah, so we talked about uh, for the past couple of years about the SECURE Act 1.0 being passed in December of 2019 and probably being... For me, probably the most dramatic change I've seen since being in this industry, um, dating back to the late 1990s. And, and we'll talk about some of the, the changes that came through there. And we need to understand that as policies are being made, they're, they're, they're set and made by Congress and inevitably enforced by the IRS. And we talked about a couple months ago how the IRS had come out in February of their interpretation of the SECURE Act. Two years later, we want to talk about inefficiencies from the government that's out there is that the enforcement agency, the IRS, two years later in talking about how they're going to recognize of how Secure Act 1.0 was was, uh, thought of and how it was going to be enforced at the end of the day. The good thing is finally this week coming up is that it's now out for public hearing. The comments were been made over the last couple months where it's now um, out for public hearing. So we're going to talk about that, BNA. Number two is we talked about the House had passed back in March Secure Act 
Now, the Senate has finally, it was late last month, right before Memorial Day, that they're talking about uh, Secure Act 2.0, and I don't know if they just uh, try and make things even more muddier, but on top of the Secure Act that the Senate has come out with what they call is the Rise and Shine Act. There are more darn acts that have to do with retirement. It's like, will you just pass one of them at some point in time and start giving people a little bit more clarity, help, et cetera. So some of the, pl- some of the rules that are in the new uh, proposals that are coming out, and we'll talk about what was passed in 1.0. Remember, Secure Act 1.0 took the age of, of required minimum distributions from 70 and a half out to age 72. Secure Act 2.0 starting next year in 2023, we'll have the RMD age move out to age 73. The year 2030, move out to the age of 74. And by the age of 2033, RMD age goes all the way out to the age of 75. Additionally, as part of this, and this is a good one, is that if you're under the age of 50 years old, you're capped at $5,000 per year um, in terms of the amount of monies that we can contribute to IRAs that number will go to $7,000. So they're allowing people to start putting more monies uh, around uh, and putting monies away for contributions inside of IRAs. But the big thing that is not being changed in Secure Act 2.0 that was passed in 1.0 is this darn 10-year rule. So let's talk about the 10-year rule. And when we hear about the Secure Act, it really, and I gave a little bit of good things of how it's really helping out today. But when we talk about the Secure Act at the end of the day, it really has to do with estate planning. I'm going to talk, give a couple comments here from um, nationally acclaimed accountant, Mr. Ed Slot. Just a couple things that he spoke about. So he's talking about Secure Act here. The problem is the rules force the money out quickly after death. We're talking about IRAs here, which means there's a shorter window and all this money has to come out and it's subject to what? As David just sh- shared, future higher taxes. They're in the middle of talking about increasing them right now. A bigger chunk of money then what was previously thought will be lost to taxes if planning is not done when? Now. Now, this is not an economist. This is not a financial advisor. This is an accountant saying, get ready for it. It's coming. So the regulations have little effect on the clients during their lives. We're talking about estate planning, Ed Slot explained. On the back end, it explains it affects clients with the largest IRAs because the more of those assets will be left over to the next generation, they're going to be, quote unquote, zapped with taxes in a short window. And as Slot explained, the 10-year rule is the payout period by which most non-spouse beneficiaries, the problem is the IRS said it affects spouse beneficiaries as well if, if a spouse passed away after RMDH, Stay tuned because we're going to update the audience because that's that IRS hearing coming up this week. Again, the 10-year rule is the payout period by which most non-spouse beneficiaries will have to withdraw the balance of their inherited retirement accounts technically by the end of the 10th year after death. And the 10-year rule, he continued, last statement from him, has essentially replaced the stretch IRA. It was an incredible estate planning vehicle, which went away January of 2020. So it replaced a stretch IRA for most non-spouse beneficiaries, resulting in more of the funds being taxed in a shorter window, the 10-year rule, versus the old stretch rules where beneficiaries could extend the RMD for decades and the tax could be deferred over longer 
periods of time. And again, the IRS uh, plan, which was released back in February, was out for the 90-day public period, and that public hearing is finally happening this week. That's a big deal, and we're going to be updating the audience once we start getting more commentary related to that. Man, I tell you, I'm still trying to think and process rise and shine you know, in terms of another, was it Rise and Shine? Brett? The Rise the and Shine Act. The, the yes, Rise and Shine Act. And this goes to the point, I don't want to get long-winded on this because okay. I don't want to eat your time, but this goes to the point of understanding and being smart enough to know what you don't know. Even if you're trying to self-manage, you're just not going to know what to do or you're not going to be aware of all the variables that make up that formula for how you, how to how to properly retire, I think is what I'm trying to say. That's it. And I'll tell you who else I have some concern with. People that are fiduciaries of their company's 401k plans. Because I guarantee you, they're not staying up with all this legislation, too. And there are more changes related to 403, 401ks of the sorts. Is that I, I, I'll be honest with you, I pray because you have a fiduciary responsibility being a trustee of your company's 401k plan is trying to keep up with it all. And, and how most custodians work and partnering with the companies like a Vanguard or Fidelity. Are you getting all the education you need? Are you up to date and understanding all those puzzle pieces? They make it confusing. So let me talk a little bit. I'm going to share a client scenario uh, of somebody who had just uh, uh, come in just a couple years ago. And I just really want to talk about the effect of the SECURE Act. And I just want to explain their situation. So these clients, they needed about about $100,000 to live. Year in, year out, $100,000 in debt. Again, they're going to have to pay some taxes and healthcare being on top of it. And how what their, what their makeup was, was they had about $2.2 million in retirement funds, IRAs and 401ks, and they had another $600,000 in assets outside of um, the 401ks and IRAs. Now, most of their money was in 401ks and IRAs, and what, what happened? One of their parents passed away and left a bunch of money to the next generation, so now all that money um, is outside of the IRA. So again, a little bit of inheritance. So they have a little bit of diversification that's out there. Now, what's fortunate for them, and I thought David did a great job uh, last week talking about social security strategy and the importance of deferring and what that looks like long term. Same thing with this um, with these clients. We talked about a strategy, even though they're getting ready to retire, that we're going to start one relatively soon. But the other spouse, we want to go all the way to the age of seventy. And additionally, they're fortunate enough to also collect a pension. So when we pull those pieces together, just like a lot of our listening audience, two social security checks, maybe you're fortunate enough to also collect a pension check, they really don't have to touch their assets. Again, life sounds like it's going to be good, but as Joe, what you said, what's perceived to be a challenge or a problem, how do we turn it into what? An opportunity at the end of the day. So playing by the conventional wisdom rules, which is what most of us are used to because we're not able to keep up with all the legislation that is out there. What we found was is that both of them, and they're, they're today 64 and 66 years old, is that by the time of age uh, 90, let's assume that they both pass away at their respective age 90s. Let me read some, read some information. Is that they had about $3.5 million, and we're only using about 5% growth, okay? About 5% growth over their lifetime. Not 10, not 12, not 8, 5 is that they were going to have about $8 million left for their beneficiaries at their respective age 90. Sounds like a phenomenal thing. But we always ask a question, 
Loved ones, charity, government. Where do you want your money to go when you're no longer with us? The problem wasn't the $8 million. It was where the $8 million lived. Because most of that money, about $2.5 million was still inside of an IRA. And then about $5.5 million was outside of the IRA. So again, different taxation to the beneficiaries at the end of the day. But now we talk about the SECURE Act. Okay, Because of the SECURE Act, again, and we're only assuming today's tax rate. Forget taxes going up in the future. It just, make this situ- it just makes this situation a little bit worse. The kids have to pay f- almost $3.3 million in taxes because of the way mom and dad did nothing and just left it plain by the conventional wisdom rules. And I think our listening audience understands and agrees we're gigantic advocates of this concept called Roth conversions. And when we took these clients through the Roth conversion process and explained the importance of it, not only is it important for one another, again, who's the surviving spouse, again, creating that much more diversification of their assets. Again, when the money's in a Roth IRA, Joe, the money is what? Tax? Tax Tax-free. You got it. So the benefits of that. But not only does that cross over to the surviving spouse, it also pays forward to the children. Okay, so if they did the proper planning, and we talked about Roth conversions, what that led to was that during their lifetime, as because what's worse than paying taxes, paying more taxes at the end of the day. But by them doing the Roth conversion process, they saved about two hundred and thirty thousand dollars during their lifetime. And again, that's assuming taxes aren't going up. They probably saved more if taxes were going up. And then the estate was $8.2 million, very similar to the $8 million in the, in the previous example. But here's the difference. Of the $8.2 million, almost $7.9 million is in Roth IRA. And in Joe, how's that taxed? Tax-free. Tax-free. So now, all of a sudden, instead of $3.3 million in taxes that the kids would have to pay by playing the conventional wisdom rules, the exact same balances... Instead, the kids pay $81,000 in taxes. Yeah, it's amazing. $3.2 million in taxes. And if you're listening today, thinking about those conventional wisdom rules and not being active through all of this, a $3.2 million mistake. Do you know who's going to say thank you? The United States government, by you not being proactive to pull it all together. So if what you heard there and you're saying, I need to act on this and figure out, everything that they just spoke about, give us a call at 215-798-9088. Again, 215-798-9088. Quick question. I know we're over the break, but a quick question. Does the $3.3 million that you have to pay in taxes have to be paid to settle the estate? That's just federal income taxes. We're not even talking about estate taxes. taxes. Or inheritance tax. We're just talking about federal income taxes. Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, back in a moment. This program is paid for by Jacob Media Partners. And welcome back, everyone, to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. 215-798-9088 is the other way for you to get registered for one of the upcoming workshops. You heard about them in our last commercial break. You'll also hear about the workshops in our next commercial break. 215-798-9088. Karen Bazaar now joins us. Karen, welcome in. Thank you. Before I jump into my topic, um, what Brett was talking about, these Roth conversions, it's such a powerful tool, and it's so necessary because what he was saying is these children are going to get this money, but they're also working. They also have an income. 
when they get that money, they're going to hopefully be in their higher earning years. So it's, it's just kind of like it's a snowball effect, right? It just is making bigger problems and bigger problems. It's going to make their income tax even high, income tax rate higher. So there's so much a great point. to that. And, yeah. and again, people get confused. There's a difference between Roth conversions and um, investing in a Roth uh, retirement accounts. There is income limits. If you're making too much money, you're, you can't have like a Roth. You can't do your own Roth IRA. But you can always do Roth conversions, correct, Brett? That's it. Yeah. So I, I often think that people get afraid because they hear the big tax number that might that they might face if they do a Roth conversion, and they don't apply the rest of the formula. That's right. right? But what's worse than the big tax number? A bigger tax number. A, a much bigger, in your example, a much bigger right, tax exactly. number. Right, exactly. So I, I, it's, they're very important. It's, it's a very important planning tool. So um, 215-798-9088. If this is something that you're, uh, you're managing your own accounts and you've been considering doing, uh, give us a call, 215-798-9088, and you can meet with us in person, and we'll take you through the process. Um, so I... I've talked about this website. It's called uh, Wiser Women, W-I-S-E-R, Women. And um, the reason I like this website is it um, focuses on women and finances and retirement as well, but also finances uh, in their younger years. But uh, it's an educational site, right? They're, they're um, nonprofit, and it's really just to help women and focus on uh, having a solvent retirement. So there is an article written by the president uh, Cindy Hounsell of uh, Wiser Women, and the article was in, is in Forbes magazine, very recent, and it says, uh, still no plan, knowing what you need to know whenever you retire. So the article said that, uh, this was interesting to me, May was Older Americans Month, and this year's theme was Age My Way. So the takeaway from Older Americans is that they wish they'd known to prepare for their post-work lives. Um, first, 78% of those recently surveyed wish they had saved more. So I was talking about aging in place. Um, aging in place means when you get to a point where you are not walking as well, not using the stairs as well, they want to age where they're at. They want their homes. So what do you have to do to prepare for that? And you need a, a financial plan. Like David was saying, we're planning a trip. We plan for the trip. You plan to, when you have to drive somewhere, you make plans, right? You know, you have a map. So you need a map. You need a financial map for retirement. So uh, in the article says, many regret not creating a plan for how they wanted to spend their retired years and what it would cost to fund that life. Fewer than one out of five retirees made such a plan. Also, three out of four people age 50 plus know they want to age in place, also known as living independently in their homes and communities for as long as possible after they retire from work. So what we do here at Thrive is, yes, we are financial advisors and we can help you grow your money, but we focus on retirement as a whole and we take into consideration, we ask, where do you want to live when you're retired? There's so many moving parts to retirement. That's just one piece of it. So number one, um, here's some four, four bullet points. You want to know your sources of income ahead of time, right? So you want to know, again, we've talked about social security benefits, traditional pensions. Uh, do you have lump sum incomes coming in? Um, the le and it requires knowing what, here we go. 
funny, here's a, here's the key word. You want to know what taxes are involved and when and how to draw down those funds. Remember you have required minimum distribution. So even if retirement is years away, learn how the system works and how to claim social security so you can get the most out of your benefit. Uh, again, talking about taxes. Um, very important when they're talking about sources of income, which we also focus on, is you want to make sure you have an emergency account, emergency fund. Um, in the article, uh, again, she's president of the Wiser Women. She says, every day our nonprofit office receives calls from women who are unhappily surprised by rules they were not aware of after learning that they will not receive a spouse's retirement benefit, leaving them with an unexpected financial shortfall. Remember, both spouses in a couple need to familiarize themselves with all these financials. And women, single or married, need to make sure they know how they need they know what to know. About 67% of women, 85 plus, will live alone and will need more income since women tend to live longer. I have, we have stressed this several times, right? Women just live longer. So you have to understand if you're married and you're receiving your husband's receiving a pension. Is it going to go away when he passes away? Do you get a percentage? That's a question we ask when people come in for the first consultation. Uh, I get the deer in the headlight stare. Uh, they're not sure. Maybe they didn't even start collecting the pension. They haven't made that decision yet. So it's not, a easy de- it's not an easy decision. It shouldn't be made at the drop of a hat. You need to know. Um, and also, when one spouse passes away, you're going to lose a social security income. So you need to know what is going on with your finances. Um, and then number two is you need to understand your health care costs and the ways to pay for them. Um, they say average lifetime medical expenses for couples 65 plus are $315,000 out of pocket beyond what Medicare Part A, B, and D cover. Medicare doesn't, for instance, cover most long-term care, such as nursing home stays or home health care workers who come to your home. Again, we're talking about aging in place as well. And if you have a retirement plan and this is part of your plan, you want to age in place, you need to understand what is your medical insurance going to cover. And and that number is based on an expected life expectancy. Correct. The 300 and some thousand. Right, right. The current life expectancies for men and women. Um, number three, you want to realize there's um, a network of support out there for you. So that I found this interesting. Um, it's the ACL, Administration for Community Living, is, it has an elder care information on there. So it helps you um, get elder care if one spouse is starting to demise. What, you have to have a plan. Right. If you want to age in place, that's fine. What's your plan? And again, when you have part of that plan is having enough money saved and put aside to take care of you and your spouse. Um, Very important. You should always have all your important documents in order. Uh, We've talked about that before. You want to have everything. uh, The life insurance. You want to have all the investment accounts. You need to understand how your investment accounts are invested and where where they're at. If one, if your spouse is the one controlling everything. What happens if they are no longer competent and can't handle that? So, it's, again, it's a, it's a team effort, right? Financial planning and retirement is a team effort. Um, the last bullet point that she brought up was you have to have a network of unpaid support. So you want to have your family and friends there to help you. And, again, people want to age in place. They, they love where they live. They want to be near their family. And it's a very important part of retirement and it's a very important part of your plan. 
Here at Thrive, we focus on more than your assets. We focus on the whole picture, and it's never the same year after year. So our number, 215-798-9088, or check us out, thrivefinancialservices.com. Yeah, my wife just told me last night that she was preparing to live north of 100. Okay. As of right now. She's 58 years old. She's preparing to bust the century. All right. She will outlive me for sure. Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Back in a moment. Thrive Financial Services cordially invites you to attend one of our upcoming complimentary workshops on June 14th. You can go to the William Penn Inn or the General Warren Inn. Get registered by going to thrivefinancialservices.com. That's thrivefinancialservices.com. There's also an upcoming workshop on June 15th at the Betty and Milton Katz Center. ThriveFinancialServices.com And welcome back everyone to another edition of Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show with David Bazaar, Brett Elam, and Karen Bazaar. Great segment from Karen uh, in our previous segment. David, over to you to wrap it up. Uh, Big segment, a lot of time to cover or a lot of ground to cover in the time we have left. Yeah, Joe, um, I'm going to pick up a little bit of where we started the show today. Um... You know, one of the toughest challenges for us is to help people change, right? You know, we're typically creatures of habits. You know, a body at rest tends to stay at rest. A body in motion tends to stay in motion. And we just don't want people making mistakes. Mistakes can cost you tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars when it comes to retirement. And critically, there is no do-over, right? Getting to retirement, you got plenty of do-overs, right? You made a bad investment, you got time. You picked the right, you picked the wrong stock, you got time. Yeah, you didn't save enough money, you got time. But once you're there, the thing that you don't have anymore is time. So you don't have that luxury of making mistakes. The challenge that we have as a society today when it comes to retiring successfully is we've got four major headwinds. Number one is inflation. Number two is future taxation being much higher than it is today. Number three is market volatility and declines. And number four, what you just said, people living longer than anticipated or planned, or maybe they do have a goal for it. But the worst thing that can happen is that your money runs out before you do because of the three things that are leading up to that longevity issue, inflation, taxes, and market declines and volatility. So I just Googled inflation, right? We, you know, Google, I think, actually has become a verb, right? We Google things. 63,500,000 results <laughs> on Google page, right? So I'm just going to just real quickly read you a little. I've said it at the beginning of the show, but again, I really want to drive this home today. This is from Bloomberg News, and uh, let me get rid of the, uh, oops, see, look at that. They caught me on the ad. They got me to click on it, Joe. Got me to click. The pop-up. Now you're going to get all kinds of. Um, we'll show totally up on your phone now. Karen, anyway. you're supposed to manage this process. <laughs> <laughs> so U.S. inflation quickens to 40-year high. Consumer price index rose 8.6% in May, 
uh, annually 1% from April. Shelter, food, gas were the biggest contributors to advance the inflation number. U.S. inflation accelerated to a fresh 40-year high in May, a sign that price pressures are becoming entrenched in the economy. That will likely push the Federal Reserve to extend an aggressive series of interest rate hikes and adds to the political problems for the White House and the Democrats. The consumer price index increased 8.6 from a year earlier in a broad-based advance. The so-called CPI, which strips out more volatile food and energy components, rose 0.6% from the prior month and 6% from a year ago, well above the forecast. I want to read this part. They have a chart, and they're showing the escalation and the acceleration of higher inflation rates. It says the figures dash any hope that inflation has already peaked and was starting to ebb. Record gasoline prices paired with unrelenting food and shelter costs are adding to strain uh, to America are adding to the strain Americans' cost of living. Suggesting that the FUD, the FUD, the Fed, which maybe it is the FUD, who knows? It's Elmer Fudd. It's actually There it is. Elmer Fudd is actually running the Fed. Oh boy. That was good. Oh boy. Yeah, that's I'll probably get a few letters on Elmer Fudd run. And that's maybe it anyway, I'll stop there. Um, suggesting the Fed will have to pump the brakes on the economy even harder than now. What that does, Joe, is it dramatically raises the risk of a recession. They were thinking that the recession would happen sometime next year. That may move the calendar up. So we've got that challenge, Joe, right? It's just you go buy a steak at the grocery store. You go put gas. You try to take a, an airline flight. It's just unbelievably, it's unbelievable how much higher the prices are on that. The dollar menu has become the $3 menu at McDonald's, man. It's crazy. inflation. I just booked <laughs> flights to Florida to see my grandkids. Nuts. Round trip to Orlando. It's normally not that bad. It's crazy. Tell me it was like, was it 800 ish? Yeah. 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 Crazy. 800 that is some crazy. Round trip. That's crazy. So the second thing that we've got, uh, and I'm reading here. Uh, from a website called the taxfoundation.org. And what I'm, what I'm going to try to address very quickly is what are the actual proposals that are on, um, on Joe Biden's desk right now trying to push through Congress. These are some major things. And Brett talked a little earlier about, um, you know, how the SECURE Act 2.0 uh, has, you know, one, got rid of the, you know, the 10-year rule, which was a devastating type situation. There's a couple of crazy ones on here. So let me see if I can just find this real quick. So the major tax proposals that are on Biden's desk right now include the following. Higher top tax rates for individual income, corporate income, and capital gains income. So if you're listening to us, you can say, well, I don't own a company, so I don't have to worry about corporate income. Um, well, I don't make a lot of money, but we shared our workshop that the movable middle, like it was proposed originally that if you didn't make more than $400,000 a year, you didn't have to worry about it. Well, the biggest proposed is at the 12% and the, and the 15, right? 12 goes to 15. 
And right. 22, I mean, it's just crazy, right? That it's more, it's probably 98% of the American population will be, in, will be affected by it. But even yeah, not you, the other way around. Correct. It's and even idea. if you think it's not going to apply to you, capital gains possibly will. Uh, now, here's the big one. This is current. And this has been in each bill thus far. It has not been eliminated. So it's like a dog with a bone right now. Ending step up in basis, making a death a taxable event for beneficiaries. So the step up basis, folks, is if you bought something for a dollar and it's grown to $10, the way it works right now is when anybody inherits that money, the cost basis, that difference between the dollar and the $10, steps up to $10 and there is no tax liability to the beneficiary. Now, once it grows beyond that um, and they cash in, then there will be a taxable event. What is being proposed is eliminating that step. So now if somebody inherits that money, it went from a dollar to $10, all of that becomes a taxable event at the death of the person who owned that money. That's crazy, but it's in the bill. So we're going to see what's going to happen with that. Um, they want to expand the base. That's that yeah, is like right. You're shaking your head. I can that, see it. That is crazy. That's look. That's your home. That's your investments. Shore it's property. Any, right? Shore it's property. Anything that you invested in that has had capital gains. Big deal. The next one. What's the solution to that? That's another show. Yeah. Uh, expanding the base of net investment income to apply to active and pass-through income, making the active pass-through businesses loss limitations permanent. Now, that's, that's a big one, but it's not necessarily consumer already. Um, and then there's it just lists. It says, a laundry list of new minimum taxes for individuals, businesses, uh, and, and excuse me, corporations. I just want to show you what the chart says. Let me, let me illustrate this for you. Um, the chart here basically is showing top tax rates under the Biden budget proposals are out of step with the industrialized world. The top combined marginal rate on individual income right now is 42.9% when you add everything together. The proposal pushes it to 57.3%. Now, The world, the industrial world, excluding the United States, the average is 42.6. So we're already above the world average, and we're looking to get it pushed up dramatically higher than the average. Um, Combined interest rate, okay, so the rest is kind of, oh, here's capital gains. This is kind of interesting. This This is as scary as scary can be. Top combined marginal rate on capital gains income right now is 29.2%, right, when you add everything up related. The proposal pushes it to 48.9%. The industrial world average, excluding the United States, is 18.9%. So I don't know, folks. It's, It's just everything that is being done. No action on inflation. Let's drive taxes up. This is causing the market. You know, the Fed is going to go raise the rate again. It's going to get to a point that the consumer stops spending money 
And when the consumer stops spending money with these increased interest rates, companies can't buy, you know, buy back their own stock. It's too expensive. You're going to see the market come down dramatically. Are you prepared? These are things that we talk about, Joe, every single day with prospective clients and our existing clients, preparing them to gain certainty with their retirement. Because the good news is, if you want, there is a fix for this. There are ways to protect yourself. And that's all we really want to do. We're very passionate about it. It's about education. I'd suggest giving us a call at 215-798-9088, 215-798-9088, or go to our website, look around, gain some information, and when you, co- when you feel comfortable, schedule an appointment to come in and visit at one of our offices, Exton, Yardley, Cherry Hill, or our main office in Fort Washington. Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. I can't stress the phone number enough. 215-798-9088. Get registered for one of the upcoming workshops. That's going to do it for this edition of Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. On behalf of David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam, and all of our listeners on today's program, I'm Joe Krause. See you next time, everybody. Thanks for listening to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show from Thrive Financial Services. If you're like most Americans, you have more questions than you do answers about what to do with your retirement savings. If you have a question about your IRA or your 401k, pension, or other tax-deferred accounts, if you have a question about reducing taxes, generating income, or filing for Social Security, whatever it is, David, Karen, and Brett are here to help. And often your questions can be answered in a simple phone call. Just call 215-798-9088. 215-798-9088. And so you know, no statements made during Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, shall constitute tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own legal or tax professional on any such matters. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investment, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed here. David Bazaar, Brent Elam, and Karen Bazaar of Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management are licensed to offer investment advisory services through Thrive Capital Management LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm, office headquarters located in Fort Washington, and offices of convenience used exclusively for client meetings in Exton, Yardley, and Cherry Hill. Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners. If you'd like to learn more about the power of the radio hour, contact Joe Krause at 267-261-3428. Today's program has been pre-recorded.